Hey everybody, it's Rev DDT back for another broadcast. Okay, trying different voices out. These entrances, these intros, excuse me. <laughs> Peas and carrots, okay? Those are the words you say if you're like, want to prep for your speech, you know, want to go give a speech. You practice like uh, certain accentuations, you know, accentuations, however the heck you say that. But peas and carrots are the ones they taught us when I was doing, you know, back a long time ago, doing speech and stuff like that. Classes, speech classes and stuff and singing and things like that. Peas and carrots, so peas and carrots and peas. But I'll tell you what, I have no idea how it works but or why it works, but it works to a certain extent. But I had a few teeth removed over the few years. So my mouth speaks a little differently and sometimes kind of... <laughs> That kind of crap. A little bit of a lisp, right? Okay, here we go. All right, so my brother died Saturday. Whoa. Did he just say... What the heck did he say? Hey, man. Did he say what I think he said over there? Uh, I think so. Pretty sure that's what he said, yeah. I think he said uh, I think he said his brother died or something like that. Yes, I did. I said my brother died. There's nobody else here. It's just me, and you guys know that because you can tell my voice. What? <laughs> Okay, I said, uh, if you read my bio, if you read my bio, life, stuff like that, whatever's going on, but a little bit of my weirdness too, well, there you go, there's some of it. Anyway, I get that from my dad, actually. He's, he was kind of a strange fella, and I picked up some of his strange little quirks. <laughs> he used to sit around and make little noises all the time while I was working. Uh, I remember when I was a kid, uh, I was uh, just a little kid, because I was like about six, seven, maybe five, six, seven. Oh, I got to tell you something. I remember something about when I was five years old, too, the other day. And a little bit younger, too. I think about, maybe about four. And it wasn't something weird like that. It was actually riding on a tortoise down at the park, which I forgot all about until I had a, a memory of it yesterday. It just went boom. And I was like, oh, my God, I remember that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, riding a tortoise when I was a little kid. They used to take us down to the park at Julie Davis Park down here. They had these two big, giant tortoises. And they were really old. They were like 100 years old or something like that. And we used to, they let the kids ride them in the kids' zoo. You know, because and the tortoises were big. They kind of like cruised around the zoo pretty. They had pretty much free range for a while there because. Um, and then they had a big pen for them. And then they they had them in, after they had them in the kids zoo. They had them. They were walking around the zoo for a little while. And then they let them into. Then they built a kids pen for them or a kids zoo area, a petting zoo area. And they were in there. And then they moved them to a bigger pen because they were kind of in a small area where the kitty petting zoo was. But it was cool when they were in the petting zoo. I got to ride them, so it was pretty cool. And I remembered that. Yeah, pretty crazy, huh? That Man, I'll tell you what, this lady prayed for me a few years back. Back in 2000, she prayed and laid hands on me and, you know, praying in tongues like that really loud, too. Freaking my head, man. She, uh, while she's praying in tongues, she grabbed my head and says, I said, I was having problems with my memory. And she goes, let me pray for you. And I said, all right. So she did, and my memory just, boom, turned right back on. For three days, it was tingling inside my head. It was tingling while she was praying for me, too. Three days straight, it tingled inside my head. It was cool, too. It was, like, really, really tingly, like, whoa, this is really neat. You know, you get the tingles across your back? Yeah, you know, that's that energy. It's, like, locked down there inside your spine, at the base of your spine. When it gets released, it goes up in your back. That's what it does. Stimulates your genius, man. I'll tell you what. I've gotten a lot of good ideas going now. Oh, yeah, when I row now, and I've been rowing since I've been rowing every morning, too, or every other morning, every few mornings, every other morning, yeah, I've been doing every other morning. So actually, I've been doing two mornings in a row, one off is what I've been doing. So the mornings I row, um, I'm, well, if I focus on my breathing and relax while I'm rowing and just get into the rhythm of the rowing, bam, releases that energy. goes, now it's spread across my back, too, and up into my head and my neck. But instead of just going shooting up straight up my spine, well, it doesn't shoot straight. It goes it goes in a zigzag motion up your spine. like a. If you turn it on its side, it looks like a wave. 
looks like an energy wave or a, a music wave you know it goes you have a straight line and then you have a high and then and, you know it's going whips back and forth on that thing it goes oh here you go. just look at a music wave and you'll see what i'm talking about anyway that's what it looks like and it just goes up our spine like that and it's but once it gets released up into our pineal gland and up into that that area in that pineal where our pineal gland is in that area once it gets released up in that area then it spreads out across your body it spreads out across your back across your neck it goes all the way around my face covers my whole front side and goes all the way down to my feet when it does this and so it was really cool so yesterday while i was rowing and also this morning while i was rowing both days today and yesterday both days i was able to actually get it to spread all the way around my body and into my feet clear down to the sole of my feet and i saw like sitting there with tingles all over my body while i'm rowing for about and it was about 10 rows that it did that so it took about all the way up to about 10 now row. 10 rows is what i'm saying is it was at number 200 when i did this but i do it in sets of 50 so you know four sets right actually i'm doing 250 is what i'm doing so that last set that last set of 50 10 of those rows is where i were where where it kicked in at both days yesterday and today yeah so it was really cool so at number 40 i was like rolling for 10 of them before that it was only like um five so it's actually increased by five two days in a row which is really cool so i'm like going ha this is cool i get to run a test <laughs> so anyway you guys run your tests i run mine let's compare notes I'd like to hear what you got to say. Cross-pollination is a good thing. So, my brother died, right? I dropped a bomb on you guys a few minutes ago. So, let's get into that for a minute. So, my younger brother died. You know, he's going hard. You guys kind of heard a little bit about that. And I actually recorded like three or four different podcasts and erased it, threw them away, deleted them because I really didn't want to bang anything, bang anybody because there were some people involved. It was really weird. Um, there were, you know, there are drug addicts, meth heads in a hotel room getting high. You can figure the scene. And he has a, a stroke already. He had a stroke like, you know, a month ago. I asked him if he wanted to, you know, wanted any help with this, you know, getting off this stuff. And he said, no, leave him alone. You know what he's doing. I told him he was heading for an early grave. And he said, I know exactly what I'm doing. Leave me the hell alone. Except he used a lot of for- choice words that I'm not going to use. Like, I'm, you know, cleaning my mouth up because, you know, it's one of those things you just do. And um, the other thing, too, is, is, um, um, you know, clean my mouth up a little bit too. But the other thing too is, is that um, it, it, I, there's been some changes that have happened. You guys got to hear some stuff, man. This is crazy. Okay. Now there's been some changes with me. I felt like I had, you no, know, my little brother was kind of a pain in my butt, but I loved that guy. I didn't want him to die. What happened was he had a stroke, laid down at about two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning on the floor in the hotel room in front of the air conditioner because he's overweight and he's sweating his brains out and it's really hot here. So he's laying in front of the air conditioner cooling off and he just went to sleep and never woke up. What happened was as he laid down, he had a stroke and his brain bled out, right? It bled out on that one side. And by the time they found him, it was about the size of a baby hand inside of his brain. That's how much blood was in there. So he's, he's gone. Okay, so what happened was his girlfriend that he was with didn't check on him. The other people didn't check on him. But they were all getting high. They were all shooting up and getting high. So, you know, it was it was pretty bad what, what happened. But the guy the guy actually, you know, he, he just pushed himself too far. They never really checked on him, though. They thought he was all right. You know, they figured he was okay. But in the morning when they did check on him... Um, it was kind of weird how everything went down. And then I've heard like two or three other stories that are, that are other people were involved. They were there and they didn't check on him when they should have. And somebody said that the girl that he was with, his girlfriend that he was with, got frantic, frantically left when this other person showed up. And she tried, the person that showed up was a girl too. And she tried to revive him for about an hour. Uh, as um, And then finally, you know, they, it just, it transpired to where, oh God, the story just gets real weird and I'm not going to go into it. But it's just, you can tell her, it's a methamphetamine fucking rat's nest. You can tell, right? Excuse my language, but that's what it is. 
So I didn't want to get online on here with any hate or because there's a couple of people that are involved that should have checked on him and knew his condition or one person, especially the girlfriend he was with that I was really angry with. But, you know, so I, you just got to walk past that stuff. You got to let it go and get past it because, you know, if you get as many answers as you can to tie up loose ends and just move on. I'm cool. My mom's cool. She's dealing with it, but she's cool. But, you know, like I said, I was a buffer here and I know why I was here. And so now I have all this stuff I'm going to inherit to myself, which I got different plans now with it but um you know just <laughs> you know I, I, it's just the way life is you know what you're here one minute gone the next and know who you choose your freaking friends are know who your friends are choose your friends wisely i mean the book of proverbs is about choosing making right choices in life it's about self-preservation the book of proverbs did you know the bible the bible itself is a book about your self-preservation yeah, most people don't present it that way, but it's exactly what it's for. It's your manual to hang on so that you can actually have a relationship with God so that you can navigate this life without getting taken out too damn fast. You know, and then because we have good parents now, they teach teach us well instead of throwing us out to the wolves. You know, well, some parents still do that, by the way. But to teach us well, we have some wisdom and we get street knowledge and, you know, all that stuff. But you know, if you just don't care about life and you don't take your walls down and you don't work on yourself, you don't work on that dark side, you don't want that crap that's going on inside of you, if you don't work on that, you're just going to stay stuck and you might end up like my brother, face down in a freaking, actually was face down, by the way, on a hotel room floor with nobody checking on you to see if you're okay or not and you die from a freaking stroke, you know? He was really overweight, so he was pushing it. A lot of issues, a lot of health issues, but he just was tired. He told me he was tired. So he knew what he was doing. But we were getting along really well, you know, this last couple of months, this last month or so we were getting along. After that, after I asked him if he wanted my help and he said no, and I said, you know, I, I can help you get, because I've been delivered from this stuff and I help other people get off of, off these drugs. And I says, I can help you get off these. He goes, nope, leave me alone. I love meth. That's my favorite drug in the whole world. And I love it more than I love anything. I said, really? I says, obviously you love it more than you love yourself. And he looks at me and goes, don't fuck with me, man. Just leave me alone. I said, all right, cool. It's cool, bro. All right, I'll leave you alone, bro. So, you know, you just go to the other side and you just love them, right? That's all you can do. You know, and so I just wanted to say that, just, you know, let you guys know that I haven't forgotten you. Life is still going on. But here's what happened, though. Because my brother was such a pain in my butt, though, on the other side of it, he, and, and he did a lot of slander. He slandered me so damn much. It was crazy. Um, I felt like I had to squeeze on me. But I didn't know this squeeze was on me until 24, uh, it was like, um, the next day, after he passed away, the next day, they took him off the respirator. And I knew when they took him off because it was like 24 hours after they did the thing, after they took him to the hospital. About 24 hours later, they took him off the ventilator. Because they're, they're keeping him alive to keep because he's a donor, organ donor. Sorry, my word's coming out backwards. Still not awake yet. Organ donor. I know it's like freaking, what is it, 422 in the afternoon, I'm still not awake. But he's an organ donor, and um, so they kept him on the ventilator, so they were taking his organs, right? So, but as soon as they were taking his organs, I knew, I could feel it, 24 hours, that was 24 hours exactly after they took him to the hospital, I was like, he's gone. And I said to the Lord, I go, whoa. All of a sudden, I felt, I was sitting here doing artwork on my computer, and I was screwing around doing some artwork, and all of a sudden, I felt it, I was really deep into it. And I, I, time had just I lost all time. I was just sitting there working on this stuff, lost all time, enjoying my work. And all of a sudden, I felt this change in the, in the atmosphere in my room. But it felt that it was personal pressure. It was on me. And, and I could feel it. And it just li and it lifted. It felt like somebody had had their hands around my chest and was squeezing it. And it just left. It was like, poof, gone. And I went, whoa. And I sat here for a second. I turned my TV down because I have my TV on, you know, for the rhythm and the sound and stuff to keep me 
uh, you know, to help me to, it helps me when I work. It, everything, a lot of things help me when I work. Anyway, so the rhythm helps me. Anyway, so while I'm working, so anyway, I turn my TV down. I'm like, what is going on? I pressed in the Lord and I'm sitting there. I said, Lord. I said, Carrie just left. And I heard this, distinctly heard this. Danny, Danny, I love you so much. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. And I was like, well, Carrie, that was my brother. I said, Carrie, I do forgive you. I do, but I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to him, man. He goes, but I'm free. I'm free. I'm happy. And I'm free. And then it did, and it just this lift. It lifted off my chest. And just I was like, wow. And then I quietly, I went, Lord, is he with you? And the Lord says, yes, he's with me. And I said, are you sure? And he goes, I guarantee it. Do you trust me? And I go, of course, I trust you. But he goes, well, trust me. He's with me. And I said, okay. And I was like, man, from that point on, I've been smiling ever since. So, you know, I put some... I put some bulletins out on Facebook while all this was going on, like five or six. But the last bulletin I put out, you know, I, can't, I, I, I write strange. I come from a different angle at things and whatever, man. But if you want to read them, they're on my Facebook page. It's uh, Daniel Tilton, you know, at Facebook, blah, 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 whatever, you know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, don't judge me because I got a crazy page, man. I reach out to a lot of people. And um, so, and I, and I love everybody. And um, the thing is, is that, Shit gets weird sometimes, and you really gotta have your. You really gotta have your 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 what you do to take care of yourself. So what have I done since then? So I noticed some things changed, and I know I'm gonna tell you guys about a miracle I saw. Okay, I witnessed a miracle in the moon. There says there says there's gonna be witness. There's gonna be signs in the moon. I witnessed a sign in the moon two mornings ago. I'll tell you about it. Yesterday morning, the morning before, I'll tell you about it here in a second. Okay, it's a it's a sign, and it was it was badass, and it was real. It's real. It's happened. I mean, it was crazy. And the after effects are too. Okay, here we go. And we're gonna wrap it up after this, okay? So, anyway. So this whole thing with my brother and stuff, you know, you got you guys you just gotta really, really know your friends. And and also you gotta know that there are people that you just can't help. If you're a type of person like I am and you gotta help wanna help people, you gotta know it's just people you just they won't receive the help. And just keep moving. It's okay. Don't get caught up in it, keep moving, okay? Because there's a lot of work to do. Now, I wanna tell you about what I saw on the moon. Um, my brother's situation, it's, you know, I'm, I'm healing. I'm going, I'm doing fine. I'm past getting, you know, getting past it. It's great. Um, the tension's off here. It shifted the relationship between my mom and I, it shifted the relationship between me and a bunch of people, bunch of people. So like I had some out of source relationships and one of them I expressed on this podcast. It was one of my friends and he's coming over tomorrow. Uh, cause I talked to his wife, said, Hey, let my, you know, let my buddy know here that, you know, let my brother know here that, um, my brother actually passed away and let him know. And she, she did. And then he, got a hold of me and said man we you know let's talk and i was like all right so that's cool and then another relationship got healed and then another one too today i ran into somebody and they were like you know i was really angry with you but i see now that there was no reason to be and i was like what do you mean he goes well he said carrie is saying oh never mind don't even want to hear it just don't even want to hear it i said i know i says i know who he is he goes but after talking to you i realized you're not even like you said you were i said yeah i know i said i get that well my mom comes up to me and says after this she goes I didn't even know I had a cloud on me. And she goes, and I did. And when your brother left, she goes, I, can, I now see, can see that you're actually a good man. And I went, what? I mean, I had a freak about knock me down. I was like, whoa, whoa. She goes, you're a really good man. She gives me a big old hug. And then my aunt came over and she apologized to me for kicking me out of her house three Christmases ago because I stood up for my brother. Yeah, on Christmas. 
She kicks me out because I stood up with her brother. So I was like, fuck this shit, I'm leaving. <laughs> I went back and hung out here and just did some artwork, you know, and watched. Uh, well, actually, I was learning some business. I was learning this business model that I'm doing. So I just finished watching the business model thing I was doing. And, you know, the one I'm working on right now with the books. Oh, yeah, I've been making a lot of books and planners, man. You guys got to see these things are cool. Go on Amazon. Go look. It's Fighting Eagle, one word, pressed is the other word at Amazon. You find my books and stuff there, man, and buy some. They're really cool. You guys will love them. They're beautiful inside and, and beautiful outside. I'm making them really cool. I'm making nobody else is making them like I am. Go, I mean, go look, go look. I'm making them like I am. Go buy one. You'll see. <laughs> Just buy one. Buy one of my new ones. Buy a planner. Buy a co coloring book. Pretty soon I'll be making more coloring books too and some word co uh, word search books and other stuff I do. Yeah, this is really cool, man. I'm really having a blast doing this. And also, I'm going to make some freaking t-shirts too pretty soon to sell them. I'm going to start making t-shirts and sell them. And I got designs. I made some designs that are badass. And they're mine, too. They're really cool. Yeah, they're really cool. Anyway, we'll go on. So, anyway, you know, be looking for those things in the future. So, here we go. Well, I'm going to buy one of those five-way presses and do cups and hats. See, so, here. There you go. I got the blop. Now, here we go. So, back to the story. Where were we? Hmm. Well, Gary's gone. Everything feels good. Everything shifted. Things I made elite alliances with people I didn't even think I'd make alliances with. It's just out of the woodworks. So I'm like, wow, that's all this good stuff's happened. So good things can come from death. That's what I wanted to express to you. Now, on with the moon. So, two mornings ago, I got up in the morning. Four o'clock, walked out, looked at the moon. The moon was actually almost full. And I thought, okay, tonight it'll be a full moon right at midnight, right? You know, full moon, right? So on we go. So anyway... So I get up, so I, I go to sleep early, so I missed the whole moon thing, but I figured I'd get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and see it'd be full right there in front of me, right out in front of me, and it'll only be a few inches from the to the to the left because I watch the moon and I know where it moves to in the sky this time of year. So I'm standing out there looking at the moon going, uh, that moon is three-quarters full. It's not, it's not a sly sliver missing. It freaking jumped a whole phase, literally. So I asked a few of my friends, as I saw them yesterday afternoon, because they come by here to, you know, give me hugs and say, oh, I'm sorry about your brother and stuff. You know, I'm like, yeah, uh, it's cool, you know, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I asked them, and three of them said, at three out of four, said, yeah, we noticed it too. I noticed it too. One of them is real keyed in the way I am, and he goes, because we share a lot, talk a lot, man. We're keyed in like each other. And he, we're like on the same, almost the same page, and we're like, 20 years apart too which is really cool so i'm like oh dude you see that and he goes man i got on my bike to ride to the gym at four in the morning and i looked over and i went whoa i wonder if daniel sees this and i said that's the same thing i walked out and i went whoa i wonder if dustin sees this and i looked at it and i turned around and i walked back towards my room and i wait wait, I went, wait am i really seeing that i walked over and i looked at it again and i said holy crap i am seeing it it jumped a whole phase and it says in the scriptures, out of Jesus' own mouth, said it in the scriptures that there will be signs in the, the moons and the stars, the heavens. And he said in the sun and the moon itself, there will be signs in the sun sun and the moon. And he says in the same breath, that if, and this you can find it in Matthew 24, he said in the same breath, in the same breath, he said this. He said, oh, I'm so excited. He said this. He said, he said, and if it were not so that I would speed up the time, that there would be no flesh left on the face of the earth before I came back. That's what he said. If I didn't speed up the time, if time didn't speed up, he talks about it speeding up. Man, I saw a whole phase jump. And guess what? I went out and drove yesterday and today. Today was mellower. Today there was hardly anybody on the road. It was like a normal day right after a full moon. But yesterday was a full moon for everybody else, but not for us, for some of us. 
Some of us saw that moon phase shift, saw that jump, literally saw that and jumped with it. And the other people were driving around like nuts yesterday. I literally had to pull off the road and go in a music shop for a little while just to get out of the traffic because everybody was, they would jump across and truck. they were nuts. They were pulling in front of each other and all kinds of shit. I'm going, somebody's going to have an accident out here. I'm getting the hell off the road. Yeah, I'm excited about it. That's what I'm talking about so high. I was like, oh, my God, I just saw a sign in the freaking moon. And the Lord told me, he said, I'll show you signs, Daniel. And I was like, okay. And I'm not even looking for them. And all of a sudden, bam, there's one right in front of me. Bam, there's all these time anomalies that keep happening to me. There's these missing days. There's these days where I, that one time, and it's all, all these that I've been recording all this all these years, listen, listen to these podcasts. Go back and listen to my podcast if you can bear it, because I'm kind of a nut. But go back and listen to my podcast, and I've, got, I've recorded these sessions. I've talked about these things. You know, going backwards in time, going forwards in time, missing time, missing 24-hour periods. i got five of those now. By the way, I'm missing another one. I missed the one just a few weeks ago, which I was going to talk about on my podcast. But I was so damn wound up, I would have ended up getting my podcast shut off of Spotify for saying something that would have like violated their freaking Tate speech messages or whatever. Because I wanted to wring some necks so bad, you know, a few times. It was getting really intense around here. It's still kind of tense around here, but it's mellowing out, starting to mellow out, thank God. And going back to peace, man, me and my mom can, like, actually freaking, you know, <laughs> get along. Anyway, we're, we're, I've been working around here and doing stuff around the house and stuff and trying to, because my ankle's healed, by the way, and my shoulder's healed, by the way. Yeah, hallelujah. Yeah, it took, all it took was God's wisdom and time, and I just had to follow his instructions. And everything I did, it, it, <laughs> man. Praise God, praise Jesus. Well, anyway, you guys, I just wanted to just um, thanks for guys, you guys for uh, cruising along with me on this journey of uh, self improvement or whatever it is, or personal development or whatever the hell we're doing here. <laughs> Radical. Anyway, we're doing the podcast. Don't touch it. I will be back. DDT Universal Broadcast Broadcasting Live Across the Universe. This is Rev DDT. Yeah, baby. Woo. Uh-huh. <laughs> I decided to try something new. Later.